0: Hello and welcome to Talking Global Finance, the podcast for the global finance community. For decades, the Isle of Man has been a centre of global finance. Located in the heart of the British Isles, this Crown dependency has built an enviable reputation as an International Financial Centre, or IFC, offering unparalleled expertise to suit diverse needs. Now, It'll come as no surprise, but at the core of any successful IFC lies a strong legal system. The Isle of Man is no different in this respect. In fact, the island's system is particularly attractive for many overseas investors, combining, as it does, the best of the UK's legal code with the robustness and freedom of the Isle of Man's own independent legal system. In this edition of Talking Global Finance, we're going to take a closer look at how important that legal system is in supporting a strong and stable IFC. What services do investors depend on most? How important are international partnerships? And where does local experience and knowledge make the difference when it comes to seeking the best support and advice? I'm your host, John Cronin, and to explore these questions, I'm more than delighted to be joined by Peter Klukas, Managing Director of Keynes Advocates, one of the Isle of Man's oldest law firms. Peter, welcome to Talking Global Finance.
1: Thank you, John. It's um, lovely to be able to talk to you again and uh, to uh, have the opportunity to discuss these issues with you.
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast and for uh, have the opportunity to speak to you, Peter. Um, let's jump in on this because it's a really interesting issue. It set out the big picture for us, will you? uh, What are international business clients and investors looking for when it comes to the Isle of Man's professional services sector?
1: In some respects, John, um, my my answer uh, is not unique to the Isle of Man. Um, International business clients and investors tend to be uh, demanding clients. They have high expectations in very many instances they've already had existing experiences of dealing with um, professionals, either in their home jurisdictions or or in in, in other finance centers. Uh, And what they're looking for is some form of a equivalent professional service level from um, businesses in the Isle of Man. Um, And uh, what does that mean in reality? Um, I think um, drawing from my own experiences, they are looking for top draw responsiveness. Um, yeah, they're looking for firms that will work to their deadlines and provide a quality product and a quality service. And as I say, I don't think that's unique to the Isle of Man, but um, that's certainly what the Isle of Man has to, has to raise its game to to be able to, to meet their expectations.
0: So essentially, I guess we're talking about um, a level of delivery that is of an international standard a high standard that you would expect if you were looking elsewhere as well
1: yes and i i think i think the firms the firms that um set their stall out to provide their services to this international marketplace are um are looking to the large international law firms if i can speak in in my sector the large international law firms Uh, And and they're saying, you know, really, it's got to be the responsiveness levels that you get from those large international law firms that we've got to try and match that if we're going to meet the expectations of our international client base.
0: Now, I guess experience must count for a lot then in this respect. Um, As we've mentioned, you're the managing director of Keynes Advocates based in the Isle of Man. Describe Keynes for us, Peter, and the experience that you have in this space.
1: We are one of the oldest law firms on the other man. We can trace our history back. In fact, I think I'm right in saying our, uh, we have our, our 125th anniversary uh, of tracing our existence in one form or another next year. Um, but I think it's more relevant in the context of what we're talking about today to really talk about the, the Keynes history over the last 40 years. When um, over that period, we have, we've made a deliberate choice to uh, move the firm into a place where we are servicing the corporate legal services for international and domestic clients that has been in parallel really with what we've seen in terms of the development of the isle of man as a top draw international finance center um, and you know that that in order to in order to move along those 40 years what we have done is we have developed as the sophistication of the business sector in the isle of man has developed
0: and as you say, that focus on the corporate side. Where do you see many of your clients coming from? Those overseas clients that you focus on and deal with. Uh, are we talking an, an array of different locations, or do you see more coming from fewer places to to, to work with you and seek your services?
1: It, it is an array. Um, I think. I think one of the keys here, which. Um, I, is the relationship we have with metropolitan law firms. Uh, By metropolitan law firms, I'm talking about the the international law firms that are based in the metropolitan centres around the world, whether that be in London, whether that be in New York, across Europe, Asia, Africa, in particular, South Africa. Um, We we have great relationships with those type of law firms and we work in a collaborative fashion with those law firms. And with those relationships come new clients um, That said, we still have a a sizable domestic Isle of Man client base in relation to servicing the needs of the other types of business, which are equally providing service sectors for international business, Um, and um, we then have a a, a large number of direct relationship clients. Surprisingly, may, may, maybe, maybe not surprisingly, a lot of those are still um, UK connections, but it is a global reach that we're looking to reach out to in terms of our client base.
0: Now, Peter, you alluded earlier on to uh, the Isle of Man's economy and how it's transformed over the past few decades. What trends have you seen and how has the professional services and legal sector adapted to those changes?
1: During that period that I, I, I was sort of covering, uh, I think back as to the, the stages of the generation, we, really, it goes back to the development of the Isle of Man as a banking centre, maybe 40 years ago on the, on the, that led into um, a development of a corporate services sector, um, which uh, then specialised into areas such as insurance work as well. Um, and then we saw the sectors come in such as the e gaming sector as I, I think I mentioned before the aircraft and shipping registers and these are all sort of slightly different areas which has, have been part of the evolution and development and growth of the island of Man's um, economy in this area. What are the current trends um it's harder now to see where 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 the um the next big thing is coming from the island but the island of Man is always looking to be uh to innovate and to work with ex- external investors who have ideas. And I think a classic example, the most recent classic example of that might be the um, the work the Isle of Man government has been doing to look to license medicinal use for, for cannabis. Um, so there's always room for innovation. And I think that's um, something that I, I'll come on to highlight is, is the openness of the Isle of Man government to, uh, to, to, to look to work with the private sector and with external investors
0: to develop um, new areas of business let's just expand on that thought uh, peter the The role that government plays in uh, in the sector, how it collaborates with the professional services firms in the island. Uh, how close is that relationship then? How close are the, the conversations that you have and the the conversations that potentially lead to new services or, or, or new approaches or new developments for the economy? Is that is that a close working partnership that you have with the government?
1: It is, but I think it's important that I emphasize that it is a relationship that ultimately, government is the controlling body there's a strong willingness on the government side to listen to private industry to work with private industry um i can the 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 work the the development of the framework for the aircraft and shipping registers a number of years ago was something that was done in very close collaboration with uh, private sector including my own law firm um i can think of an examples uh, from about 15 years ago where My law firm and and other law firms on the Isle of Man were involved in assisting the Isle of Man government in bringing on board uh, new legislation for an alternative uh, form of uh, Manx corporate vehicle, a a new type of Companies Act. Um, And as we are speaking, I am sitting on a working party with other Manx lawyers, with other Manx professionals from outside the law profession, reviewing and analysing where the Isle of Man's insolvency law should go. So I think there's always a close looking relationship between. Uh, the legal profession and the other professional services on the Isle of Man and arms of the Isle of Man government. I think what comes with that is um, the development of relationships. And on the whole, I think those are positive relationships, which are uh, good good for the private sector, good for the government, but also good for... Um, outside clients who may be looking for a way to bring their ideas their initiatives close to the heart of government in the island
0: now peter we've already touched on the independence of the manx legal system talk to us more about the strength and depth of the isle of man's legal system and why this independence might matter to prospective international business clients
1: I'm, well I'm glad you asked me that John because I'm picking up a, a comment you said in, in in your introduction um about the robustness of the Manx legal system as being um the best of the um UK's legal code.
0: I like this Peter you're putting me to the test I like this.
1: Well I think it's important that that we don't we don't leave any of our listeners with the misconception that somehow we are we're just an outpost of the UK's legal system. Um The Isle of Man has uh, an entirely separate and independent legal system, really from top to bottom. What I mean by that is we have an independent parliament, which is democratically elected, and then we have an independent government executive, uh, an independent judiciary, an independent Manx bar, and predominantly the law firms in the Isle of Man are independent law firms, Um, And I think what comes with that is is the clear picture that we have a a legal and a constitutional and legal system, which is trying to do the best for the Isle of Man. But I think it's important that um, those that might be looking to uh, be introduced to the Isle of Man are are reassured by the fact that our our legal jurisprudence goes back centuries, that we do look to the uh, English common law system as being the basis for um, our legal system and that we do uh, rely upon the decisions of the higher English courts um, and in more recent times indeed higher, higher courts from commonwealth common law uh, jurisdictions to provide us with um, persuasive um, president law in terms of the way the courts interpret our laws but It is is entirely a Manx approach to lawmaking, and it's an entirely Manx approach to the way in which the Manx judiciary interpret those laws. But I think it's also important to stress the independence of the Manx judiciary. Um, I mean, ultimately, that's at the core of the the rule of law. And I think we have a very strong tradition of having a robust uh, and independent Manx judiciary um, and a a system of a, appeal courts, which ultimately means that the Privy Council in London is our ultimate court of appeal for decisions from the Manx courts. Uh, and I think that that's that's reassuring because in international finance, in international business, where contracts are being made and ultimately those contracts may need to be um, adjudicated upon by a judicial system, I think it's reassuring to know that we have a sophisticated, robust and independent Manx judiciary and a uh, a long standing and well tested appeal system to uh, allow um litigants the, the, the comfort and reassurance to know that um the contracts that they made will be upheld if they're in the right
0: so reassurance on the independence of that uh, uh, of the system there that you highlight robust regulation of course though is also essential uh, regulation within an IFC of course What's the Isle of Man's story in this respect? How tough is the the regulator, and what role do they play?
1: I think, it, I think, John, it, it's one of those uh, areas where you know different people have different views of regulation. My, my own view is now I, that I agree with your, the, the, I agree with the premise of your question that really um, robust regulation is now essential in, in any jurisdiction that wants to hold its head up and and do good business. Across the globe, and I, I think I think the the time for that to have a debate around that has really passed. Um, the, the the island does take a, an extremely robust approach to regulation, um, and uh, it, it, it's it, it has developed its laws really, uh, in, in my view, with a view to being in the vanguard of keeping our regulatory regime in particular in the areas around um, combating money laundering and terrorist financing really uh, in line with the best of international standards
0: Peter, just a final thought um, any potential international investor is naturally seeking to build new connections and collaborate with new partners, whether they're in business or or in government, and you 've already referred to the way that government listens and is involved what what role do law firms such as Keynes then have to play here? Are you part of the glue that makes this work? Um, what, what's your role? How do you see that role when it comes to helping international investors?
1: We're, we're part of the glue. We're, we're not. We, we know. We, we are not. We, you know. I, I think it would be wrong to to say that law firms in the Isle of Man have some form of a unique relationship with government or really unique um, connection that that. that I think think, the accountancy profession, the corporate services profession, all these professions have, in their own way, their their own close working relationships with different parts of government. But we're a small jurisdiction, um, and the key players in each jurisdiction, in particular, for instance, my firm or or the larger competitive firms to me, law firms to me in the Isle of Man, we have worked in collaboration with government on a number of projects, and I alluded to some of them earlier in this discussion, uh, and the consequence of that is I think we build up trusted relationships with, with key parts within government. And that can be an advantage. I'm, I'm not trying to... We're not lobbyists, as I, as I, as I wanted to emphasise. You know, at the end of the day, the government will do what the government wants to do. But I think it is very important that um, we do have that relationship, that we can, we can access um, the right people within government if people come to us with new ideas or or, or suggestions of different ways to do existing uh, business, that we can create that dialogue and get those introductions very quickly. Um, And I think the work that we've done with government and our reputation generally is such that we are trusted that um, the the fact that we we can bring, we can make that introduction um, gets, gets that client, gets that idea on the table and listened to Uh, perhaps quicker than not not having that local connection.
0: Well, Peter, it's been a fascinating conversation, but unfortunately we are out of time now. It just leaves me to, to thank you. Thank my guest, Peter Klukas, Managing Director at Keynes Advocates in the Isle of Man. And thank you for listening to this edition of Talking Global Finance. It's been great to have you with us. Don't forget to like us and please do share any comments you have about the podcast. And if you want to find out more about what the Isle of Man could offer you or your business, go to Finance Isle of Man. That's all one word. Financeisleofman.com. But until the next time, goodbye.